Hi everyone, this is your girl Nikita and welcome to the Perfectly Powerful You podcast. Hello everybody and welcome back to the show. This is Nikita and I am having, as always, an amazing day. I hope you guys are having the best day of your life. I'm jazzy today to talk about the becoming of you. I was having a really great conversation, super, super scintillating with a good friend of mine this morning. And it just propelled me into trains of thought about, well, trains of thought and who we are and who we want to become, holding to the vision of who we would love to be and just the further evolution and transformation of self. So I've been having some... um I'm going to say contrasting views of who I am, of the thought of me, and also the like the absence of me, like what it means to be no one and nothing at all. And then at the same time, holding a very clear vision of the woman I would love to be. So these different views have extended from just being one, an individual, but also a person as part of the collective. So as I've said before, our thoughts are very, very powerful. They uh, become unconscious programs when we think them enough that just transition into taking very similar action steps every day and just the story we tell ourselves about who we are, how we behave and who we are not and how we don't behave. As I was thinking about myself, I was like, who is Nikita? Well, Nikita has a very specific box about herself, I'm going to say up until now, because again, I'm broadening my mind. But when we all tell ourselves stories about ourselves, we think about, well, this version of ourselves. So I'll use myself as an example. The version of me right now has a story that she tells herself about who she is and who she is not. So there is a baker part of myself who, well, uh, bakers do specific baking actions, wake up at very specific times in order to go to a very specific place. There is a certain level of abundance that maybe Nikita right now is thinking about and acknowledging and allowing into her life. And then there's also the relationships about who she hangs out with and who she doesn't. And also the time and money freedom that she allows herself because of, again, the very, very specific thoughts that she is thinking in order to correspond with the labels she puts on herself in order to subscribe by those labels in order to achieve the results of what these labels are well describing. So if I call myself a baker, well, a baker wouldn't go to a fish plant, right? They seem unaligned with each other because bakers bake bread or bakers um, make cookies or, you know, you get the picture. But a person who goes to a fish plant, they will go to a different establishment. They're going to think different thoughts. They're not thinking about yeast and flour and sugar. They're probably thinking about water and fish and different utensils in order to achieve a certain desire for that specific task. But 
just as um, a baker wouldn't go to a fish plant and maybe a fish plant worker wouldn't go to a bakery, it's because there is a different vision of what they want to achieve. And as they continue to subscribe by these different labels, I'm a baker, I'm a fish plant worker, they're going to think different things, they're going to achieve different desired ends. The story. And the becoming of you. What story are you telling yourself about yourself? Who are you or who do you think you are right now? Because again, the story helps us create safety, security, and a little bit of predictability. But something I've been playing with is also the no one and the nothingness of us. If we believe, and I love believing this, that we are part of a oneness, the oneness that has separated itself into millions, billions, and trillions of different experiences of trees and butterflies and air and water, rocks and people and raccoons, it is really exciting to know that there are different thoughts being funk, if you will, and different experiences being had. But the no one and nothingness and the closer we get to consciousness means that we can also become anything we want, everything we want. We just have to think in a certain way, become aligned in a different frequency in order to achieve a different end. So as I've been meditating, feel free to, you know, try this on for yourself. What does it mean to let go of the stories you've been telling yourself about who you are and what actions you've been taking in order to achieve the life that you want? What feels in alignment with your vision on the other end? So when you become no one and nothing, you just become frequency and thought and vibration. You allow yourself to come back into the oneness, the nothingness, but also the wholeness. So I think that they are one and the same, that when we become everything, it means we're not thinking about one specific thing. If I continue to think that I am a baker, then of course, if I start going to fish plant, that seems unaligned with being a baker, right? You can tell that there is a discrepancy in the way that there, people are behaving. But when I say that I am something else, then if I continue to act like a baker, but I say that maybe I'm an engineer or I'm an astronaut, then an astronaut, again, is not going to go to the bakery, just as uh, a baker is not going to go to NASA. And wouldn't it be fun to know that just as the people who are thinking in a certain way, maybe there's a vision for yourself that feels so darn good and you're like, well, how can I be them? How can I be this person who is working in NASA, who is flying to space, who is so smart and intelligent, but also very dedicated and otherworldly? They're thinking different things. But it's only because you think it's unaligned with you. It's because maybe up until now, you've been thinking certain things because you've boxed, you boxed yourself into a story about what you're telling yourself about who Matilda is or who George is or who Lillian is. But again, these are just stories that if we become 
no one and nothing, meaning we separate ourselves from the stories and the patterns that we've been thinking. Something that Joe Dispenza says, which I love very much, is that neurons that are wired together fire together. And these become unconscious behaviors. So there is a separation between the subconscious and the conscious. And we subscribe by beliefs about who we are because we've been patterning these specific thoughts, these specific neural connections. So just as I well, when I wake, as Nikita, I'll say, wakes up in the morning, the first thing she thinks, well, she wakes up at 4 a.m. because she plans her day the night before. Maybe she's thinking about waking up at 4 a.m. to go in for 5 a.m. because she wants to turn on her ovens and be there before the crowd comes because she's thinking about a very specific crowd of people. She's thinking about doing very specific things. So the neurons that fire, I'm gonna wake up at four and then I'm gonna brush my teeth. As soon as I wake up at four, go brush my teeth. Wake up at four, go brush my teeth. It became, well, an unconscious pattern of thought because the person I've been thinking that I am I'll say up until now, because there's something more that I would love to add into my life. But in order to add that moreness, you must fire different neural connections. So you must think different thoughts. But the belief that Nikita has about herself being a baker is, again, an unconscious program that I've been subscribing by because I recognize that there was a version of me that didn't think this way. I used to be a student in a very specific university and a daughter to two specific people and while I still subscribe by some of these ideals that yes I am a student but it feels different and yes I am a daughter but it feels different uh, that these again are stories I tell myself if I told myself I was a son well there's a certain feeling of what it means to be a son because my thinking pattern about a son is male and I personally or rather Nikita personally subscribes and thinks of herself in a certain frequency of female and that again is a different vibration so when I say no one and nothing it means that you can be anything and everything and when I channel back into the no one and nothingness of life I mean that I just come back to allowing my thoughts in meditation to just simmer down a little bit to come as opposed to rapid firing to maybe one think about a little bit savor that thought a little bit what does it mean to be who I am right now and then maybe just let it go release it because again that's a pattern of thinking that's only coming up more dominantly because I've been strengthening that dominant neural connection but beliefs as again, Joe Dispenza says, are just unconscious patterns of thinking that became the dominant vibration inside our mind. So just as you're lifting weights, and if you stop lifting weights, maybe your muscles will become weaker, and it's because you're not practicing them as much. Same thing with neural connections. When we're thinking about who we are, it's because we've 
continuously fired and wired these specific neural connections that we tell ourselves are part of who we are. And if we think that, mm, let me give it a different example. If I said that Nikita is someone who goes to the gym, who is very health conscious and loves nourishing her body with fruits and vegetables, she talks to certain people and she does certain things like go to the bakery and then maybe she gets three days off. That would be different from um, maybe the version of Nikita, who's a smoker, who drinks excessively and parties on the weekend and hangs out with a different crowd, who works maybe as a, um, well, a server and is maybe only having maybe no time off. Maybe this version of Nikita works seven days a week. Feels different, right? It's a different way that um, I would show up or this version of Nikita would show up. And it means that she wouldn't be thinking certain things. So again, I propose to you, what story are you telling yourself about yourself, which is recreating different actions in your life? Our thoughts are amazing. And to be impeccable with our wording about who we are and what we're subscribing to, again, is just a pattern of thought, a version of you. But when you're coming into meditation, give yourself the space to leave that behind. Open yourself up to who would I be if, or what is the best version of me? What is my highest self thinking? And then when you're out of meditation, or even when you're in, maybe keep a journal close by you. And when you're thinking about what is the best version of me doing? What are they thinking? What are they subscribing to? What is their story about themselves? Because again, there's a frequency within you and you are connected to it. If we believe, and I really hope that you um, allow yourself to feel this oneness, this wholeness, this everythingness of you, because if you let the past version of you go and you subscribe by a different version of you, you're going to get a different result. But again, it's uncomfortable when you start to take different action steps in alignment with the different thoughts you're thinking. And it's because your brain is working hard. For those of you who are in school or who used to be in school, you know when at the end of the day or maybe you're right in the middle of a lesson and you feel your thoughts drifting and you're like, wow, I feel my brain working hard at this math equation or this poetry lesson or this sociology exam. It's because your brain is working hard. It's actually learning new things. It's creating different neural connections. It's strengthening a line of thinking within your brain that is, again, working hard to strengthen it. And again, if you stop strengthening it or stop touching base to that specific neural connection, it'll fade away and then it'll strengthen other things the becoming of you, whoever that is, and make it great because we're in this life for greatness and experimentation of just life in general. It's really cool to think that we can become whoever we want to be 
but it may be a little uncomfortable at first because just as it became a program about who you are, the story you're telling yourself, unconsciously, our brain wants to make it's so easy for us. That's why we maybe become, maybe you start to go into your autopilot, as I, I would love to call it, that you don't really think about what you're doing. You don't think about wrapping your hands around the mug and pouring coffee into it, walking the few steps it takes to get to your fridge, opening up the door, grabbing the milk or cream, or maybe you don't put it in, unscrewing the lid and pouring it in. All of that took thought, all of that took energy and action. But if you were thinking consciously about it, it would take far more energy for your body to think about every single action, the breathing in your lungs, the grasping of your hands, the balance that you have on your feet as you're walking. All of that are unconscious programming that you have done beforehand. Like when you were a baby and you're learning how to walk, you do it easily now, hey, because, well, it's an unconscious program that you've strengthened so skillfully throughout your life that it's really easy for you to not only stand up and walk, but run, sprint, skip, hop on maybe one foot, because again, you had to train yourself to do that. So your brain can do other things like talk to a friend or maybe pat your head and rub your tummy. And you maybe have been so skillful at doing that, that it became so easy that just as tennis players are able to easily recognize where the ball is coming, move their feet and their, their body in that direction, put their like racket out in a very specific zone of space in order to connect the ball with that racket. These are all examples of how you've trained and rewired. You've trained and wired. You've trained and wired in order to be able to make it so easy for yourself that it becomes, well, the very easiest way for your body to be able to navigate the rest of life that you want to experience. So, The uncomfortability comes when you start to think different things that are maybe different from how you used to, and it requires work. It's rigorous to say, well, um, the version of me up until now maybe is a smoker, and now I choose to want to be a non-smoker. I actually, um, instead of smoking, I drink water. Well, those are two different neural connections. And that takes work to say, oh, actually, I'm not a smoker. I'm a water drinker or whatever it is that feels good for you. Again, your highest self knows what's in alignment with the next evolution. It's life calling you for that feeling of greatness, of expansion, of giddiness, and just these excellent butterflies in your stomach or the lightness in your chest, the the spaciness in your head that just lights you up and you feel amazing. Or maybe you don't. Maybe the connections that you're currently thinking are maybe lower in your body. Maybe they don't feel as amazing because they're just different neural connections. But meditating helps us ground ourselves to help with the becoming of us. 
So as you're sitting down in your meditations, should you choose to do so, and accept your mission of life or the becoming of you, the next evolution of the frequency of you, the coming back to the no one and nothingness to allow for the openness of anything and everything that you want to become, journaling, coming back to your vision, Who is that version of you that is living your best life? Because they're thinking different thoughts, they're taking different actions, and they're subscribing by a different story of what they're telling themselves. And get really clear with it. That's something that I've become far more familiar with, with the version of me that I would like to continuously become. Because the version of Nikita right now loves baking. And maybe one day I will still love baking because it's something I've done, or at least the story I've been telling myself is that it's something I've been doing since I was little. But the version of me also that would love to continue to lean into light working, of empowering not only individuals, but nations, that feels different, right? Than maybe by chance I'm thinking right now. And maybe... There's a version of me that says, up until now, I couldn't do it because, well, I don't know what it means to be a version of me that hosts events and who has congregations of people looking towards me and engaging with me about a very specific topic, about empowerment, about transformation, about the everythingness and the possibility of all. It's different for baking, for sure. And just like the version of you that's calling out to you that says, what about this? What does it mean right now to be the version I am, but to look towards the vision of myself that I want to become, that I know is possible, that I am moving step by step towards And it doesn't have to be all at once, guys. It's just another step and another step and another step. It's taking a very specific version of you and letting it go in favor of the version of you that you want to become. And the uncomfortability means that you have to become more comfortable with it because you're lifting that heavy weight inside your brain to be able to reconnect, to repattern, and to reprogram your unconscious to become the dominant consciousness that you would love to have. start to surface and they will because it's easier to go with the flow of autopilot than to consciously reprogram your brain into something else it can be tiring because well it's like lifting a weight you're not going to lift that weight every single day 24 hours a day seven days a week because your body gets tired it needs time to relax and rest and then you go back to it Because if you know the version of you that maybe lifts a certain weight, well, maybe it's too heavy for you right now because maybe the version of you is only at maybe five pounds when really you want to lift 50. Well, of course, you know the steps to take. You know you're going to increment. You know you're going to start at five pound lifting and then maybe seven, maybe 10, and maybe 10 is too light and you want to go to 20. But then you realize 20 is too heavy and you drop back down to 15 and that feels more comfortable. 
and you lift that for a bit and maybe you fall off the track because the unconscious pattern of you that says I don't go to the gym actually I eat chips and I drink pop and I sit on the couch maybe that was a version of you but then you turn to your vision and say oh no the version of me that is in this great health and vitality that is running around and is skipping and playing with your children that version of me actually loves going to the gym and knows okay now i'm back down to 10 pounds because i haven't been there for a while but no problem because i know that there are other people who are lifting 50 pounds and i know that just as they are human so am i and just as they have been practicing so can I? So yes, I'm at 10 pounds right now, but that 50 is just a step away and another step away and another step away and another step away. And then you realize, oh my gosh, now I'm at 25 pounds and 30 pounds is only five pounds away. And I know how to do that because I knew that I went from five pounds to seven to 10 to 15 to 20, but you didn't go from 10 and then to 50 because that was too heavy. And you recognize that because you realized that there was a too big of a leap. So you scaled back a little bit because you knew that the 50 pounds was achievable and you knew that you could get there and you know that you are getting there as long as you continue to strengthen yourself, to continue to repeat the pattern, to become so in love with your vision of the version of you that wants to lift and can lift 50 pounds or even more that you keep doing it because you fall in love with that vision of you, that the version of you that comes up that drinks pop and eats potato chips and sits on the couch is so perfect. It's just clarity. And maybe there is a version of you that still comes up that wants to eat some chips, that wants to drink a glass of pop, that wants to sit on the couch and watch a movie. And that version of you is perfect and amazing too. But there's something else calling out for you that you just can't ignore anymore because it feels too darn good. Whatever it is. But you knew that there were steps you had to take. You knew that there was a different neural connection and a different train of thought that you were thinking in order to get from the couch to the gym to instead of putting on sweatpants, you put on working out shorts. Then instead of being barefoot, you put on running shoes. It's different, right? But you knew what you needed to do, but maybe not the whole step of the way, but you allowed things to unfold because as you stepped into this different version of you, this different becoming of this version of you in this life, you knew that it would be uncomfortable. You knew that there were certain action steps that you had to take not once, but every single day. And the reason why you did it is just because you wanted to, because there was something that felt good in you, something that was calling out to you. And then you knew that it was possible. You knew that it would take time. You knew and still know that everything that you're doing is in service of your highest good, just because you wanted to, just because you're alive and it felt good. And you knew that one day when you're gone, you wouldn't be taking those action steps anymore. But that's okay, because it meant that you were going on to something different. But you know that the now and in the present version of you can do this, is doing it every step of the way. And you knew that maybe you'd fall off track. But you knew and still know that just as you fall off track, it's just clarity. And you knew and still know that just as you were able to do something else like going to the gym, you could go sit on the couch. 
but you know that it's a choice. You know that you're an autonomous being with vibrant energy and clarity and freedom to do whatever it is you want to do. And you know that it's for you and you know that no one else is doing it for you. You know that it's not future you that's doing it, but you right now that's taking the step. And you also know that it's not going to happen right away. There's a gestation period. So when I say hold clear to your vision, and even if it's not whatever it is, and even if it doesn't materialize in this physical realm that you can touch and taste and see and smell and experience, that you know it's here for you, you got to take the step. And the step after that, and the step after that. And you don't have to know every single step that it takes to get there. But you know that it is possible. So the vision of you and get really clear with it. Write it down. Touch base with it. Fall in love with it. Because when the frequency of love permeates and penetrates your body of just the sheer joy that you know that it'll be when you can lift that 50 pounds, that you can jump so high upon that box, that you can run that race and be first to pass through the ribbon, that you can be the version of you that creates the perfect loaf of bread for you, or the version of you that's taking a year off and traveling. Whatever it is, you know that it's possible. There are other people doing it. It's just a matter of if you want to do it. What's the level of willingness that you want to take in order to achieve it? Because your willingness to go the lengths that it will take, knowing that you don't have to be perfect, knowing that you're going to fall off track every once in a while because your dominant vibration of the neural connections you've been making Well, it's easy to do it, but you know that you have the energy. You know that you have all the time in the world because time is a construct. You are time. You make as much of it as you want. So even though you know that it's not going to be an immediate thing, you know that it's a someday thing. And you know that you've fallen so in love with this version of you, this vision of who you are and who you want to become and who that you know that you already are is there waiting for you. And they are excited for you. They're looking back at this current version of you and saying, wow, I'm so thankful I took that step. And you know what? I'm even more proud of myself for falling off and getting back up, for trying, even though it felt hard sometimes. And you are deserving of that. That version of you is so thankful. That version of you is cheering you on, this version of you now, and is knowing that when that person comes into being that you can touch and taste and see and smell and experience that they know how worth it it was to repattern the person that they thought that they were to become the person they are now, the version that you are now. So who are you becoming? Because it's only a step away and another step and the willingness that you have to go above and beyond despite what other people think is impossible you know it's possible because you know who you are because you're touching base with that vision of you that you became no one and nothing in order to allow the anything and everything version of you to surface because our thoughts are just thoughts and we have 
thousands of them every single day. And because we are autonomous free beings, we get to choose what we focus on. And even though up until now, maybe that there's a, a dominant unconscious pattern that's surfacing and becoming to the light that you're like, oh, maybe I don't want this to be a part of me anymore. But that's okay, because it must surface. If it was an unconscious pattern, you wouldn't be aware of it. Just like the tip of your nose, that until that you know that your nose exists on your face, it just doesn't exist for you until you decide to pay attention to it. But it's only because you wanted to. If you didn't want to, it just wouldn't. And until you allow yourself to be that version of you, they won't be. But you love yourself enough to try. And again, you don't have to do it perfectly. And you know that. You know that that version of you exists. And that version of you is so proud of every step you're taking now. And I'm proud of you for taking that now. But it doesn't matter if I'm proud of you or not because you're proud. And that's the reason that you're doing it. Because there's so much fun in expansion and transformation, right? There's so much fun in knowing that abundance surrounds you, is from you, lives through you, and flows with the ever current of life that is expanding around you. This is a really great topic today. Oh, I'm so excited. I couldn't keep a smile off my face because... There are certain things up until now in my life that I've allowed to be a dominant vibration. And I've realized that I, up until now, have judged myself because I thought I had to be perfect in this becoming of me. But I realized that the imperfectness, the falling off and getting back up, the showing up unskillfully and realizing it and then choosing differently is actually just the part of life. So I release judgment and I encourage you to release judgment too because your highest self isn't judging you. They're actually loving every single time that you judge yourself and then you choose to love yourself unconditionally because you know that you don't have to be perfect at it. That there's just fun in evolution. That you don't have to become that version of you. You're choosing to become that version of you just for the sheer joy and experiencing what we call human life. I hope you guys have a really wonderful day. I hope that you are having and continue to have a wonderful life. For those of you who would love to join me, um, just continue to lean into this because every time I see your comments and go in dialogue of just whatever it is that surfaces, I get even more clarity on just the fact that this is where I want to be. And for those of you who are enjoying this, I would love and have started a Patreon. For those who want to continue to grow our community and to be able to continue to expand this amazing place that we're calling paradise on the perfectly powerful you podcast i'm so enjoying it i'm looking forward to the coming weeks where i introduce um the workbook that i would love to have for all of you where there can be more step-by-step -step guidelines on how you can connect with that version of you how you can repattern your brain with very specific questions and pattern interrupting techniques it's really fun and 
know that you're not doing it alone, just as I'm not, that even though up until now, I thought I had to be perfect, and I had to be misindependent. And maybe some of you think this as well, that we're actually here as a collective consciousness to be able to help each other grow. And yes, of course, individualism is amazing. We're unique expressions of source just because it's fun. But also knowing that we can lean on each other for support, knowing that it's actually easier when we're all in this together. So I hope you guys have a really, really excellent day. And I so look forward to hearing from all of you very, very soon. Thank you all for joining me today because it's my absolute pleasure to be here with you. I'd love to hear your thoughts about today's content and any inspirational words of wisdom you'd love to share. I'd also love if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform it is you're listening to this on because it helps in creating even more awesome content. May your day be filled with only love and light and I look forward to talking with you all real soon.